0: This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo community podcast. From the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn forge pouch. This is episode number 278 of The Shattered Soulstone. Two new Diablo podcasts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at slash Soulstone Books 2020. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, tablet, or phone. It is October 7, 2020, really early in the morning, and this is Jen. And I'm going to start out with my week in gaming, which didn't go very well in one aspect and went pretty well in another. So basically where I left off last episode was I'm working through the season journey. I was trying to complete chapter three. I've obviously finished one and two, and well, I guess not obviously, I guess some of these you could possibly finagle your way around to completing Out of Order now that you can jump ahead and things. But in any case I had finished Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 and I was working on Chapter 3 and the last thing I did was complete a Nephilim Rift on Master Difficulty because that is the difficulty required for Chapter 3 and I hit level 70 and probably in the rift, I don't remember exactly, but I think that's when and I ended up with the whole 8 Paragon Points. Oh boy, so many Paragon and so this week the ptr had come out as many of you know by the time you hear this and i decided well i'm gonna try to get into the ptr i have done this before a while back but i forgot how and i thought it would be a good idea to try to copy my characters over into the ptr so i followed the directions on the information blizzard put out when they announced the PTR and went from there. Now, my plan was to, once I figured out how to get all of my characters into the PTR, was to play a Crusader, because I know that's one of the classes that it seemed to me Blizzard really wants us to try and see. I think it was the Steed, something with the Steed. And I would know more, except... Um, it was kind of a glitch that happened. Uh, so what I did was I could, I was able to copy my characters in. I was able to select one of my Crusaders that was at 70 and had 300 some Paragon, I think, and which obviously is a lot better than eight. And I certainly did not want to waste time leveling up a brand new character in the PTR, only to have it, you know, not quite get to 70 before I could check out the new sets. they Want us to test out and that kind of thing. So I did that and it looked like everything was going pretty well until I clicked the button that would put me into the PTR. I got the lovely loading screen to come up and there it sat for a really long time and it didn't do anything so I started to get nervous and then realized that the little dots at the bottom of the screen weren't changing. They go from, like, blank to red, I think, sometimes when it's loading. And it wasn't doing that. And I'm like, okay, why is this happening? And I assumed it was because I had not restarted my computer before I tried to get into the PTR. I have a tendency to look at way too many websites, mostly for work stuff that I need to do, because I'm a freelance writer and I need to look at a bunch of different sites to uh, make that work. And I thought maybe that was it. And I got rid of all the bookmarks and... You know had to force my computer to turn off basically and then I went back in you know and let it reset let's start again and try it again second attempt didn't have to actually you know install the PTR did not have to copy my characters those were already done pick the Crusader again hit the button to go into the game same results Now I'm thinking, maybe this isn't my computer. Maybe it's not that I had too many, you know, tabs open at the bottom of my screen or that I didn't close some program I was messing with before I messed with the PTR or whatever. And I was kind of starting to get worried because it seemed like maybe there was something wrong with my computer that was making it impossible for me to play the PTR. Which was concerning because if my computer wasn't good enough to play the PTR, then it's not going to be good enough to play season 22. So I tried one more time. Freeze a charm, right? Try it again. Did the same thing. Forced my computer to turn off. Put it back on. Same thing happened. I'm like, well, forget this. This is just not going anywhere. I don't know what's wrong with this. And then it dawned on me that maybe, maybe... This whole thing is not made for Mac computers after all. Which is also concerning if you play on a Mac like I do. So I started digging into the forums. And I'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, needless to say, as far as my week in gaming... Um, well, I didn't, get to, I didn't get to do the PTR at all. I might try again after I record this and edit and send it out. But um, it was frustrating. It was really frustrating because it is very rare that I find the time to get into a ptr and i found it and still couldn't get in so yeah i'm a little grumpy about that so instead of fighting with the ptr i smartly decided to go back to the actual game and continue working on my season journey and so uh what i did was i had two objectives left for chapter three of the season journey one of them was Watch Me Araene nay where you go and kill Queen Arane, aray Aranya, Aranya, Aranya I, however you say, at level 70 on Master Difficulty or higher. And that was the first one, so I decided, all right, I'm going to go after that one. Now, my hardcore barbarian, who was still alive, has not died yet, was wearing four pieces of the demon skin set which I have been mistakenly calling the demon's heart set that's actually the name of the chest piece of that set but you probably got the idea if you've crafted one of these of what I was talking about he was also wearing two pieces of the freebie set which for barbarians this season, season 21 is the might of the earth set so I had the helm and the boots and I set off to go and uh, kill queen Aranje spider lady, one of the spider ladies the two pieces of the Might of the Earth set which I don't think I mentioned in the previous show. If you don't play a Barbarian you don't know this. If you play one you probably already know but in any case you get two pieces and it gives you the special bonus of reduce the cooldown of Earthquake, Avalanche, Leap, and Ground Stomp by one second for every thirty fury you spend with an attack. So I went and changed all my skills so I could use Earthquake, Avalanche, Leap, and Ground Stop. And I think that helped. It's hard to tell because I've... I mean, I've got the two set pieces, so that... I could tell it was a little bit different, but I don't have a good example yet of how good this set is if you have all the pieces, because I don't have them yet. And I've never played the uh, Demon Skin set, so I'm not sure how they're interacting, but it seemed like it was was working well enough before, so I was going to try it out you know, plus the two Might of the Earth pieces. So I fought my way through to the, all the spiders and all the other monsters in there to get to, cre- to Queen Aragne, and it really wasn't a problem at all. It was going pretty well. I know the demon heart one, or Demon demon skin set gives you an advantage on fighting demons, and there really weren't any demons in there, but I was still able to knock down the enemies pretty quickly and finally found where I was supposed to go to fight the Spider-Lady and got in there and it went a little slower than typical for me but this was Master Difficulty and the last time I tried Master Difficulty this season with this Barbarian he was not ready at all, but with this time it was working. It took a little bit longer than typical and I don't remember how many times Spider-Lady ran away and launched some little tiny spiders and some medium-sized spiders at us. Uh, Ostimating me and my Templar because he's keeping me alive most of the time. And finally got it. So that was done. Took one, you know, one turn to try, which is all you get as a hardcore player. And figured, all right, one left. So the last objective I needed to complete was called The Choice is Yours, which is interesting because I have no choice but to finish this particular objective. So that's kind of ironic. Um, kill the Siegebreaker, assault based on Master difficulty or higher same difficulty as Queen Aranye and this was kind of tough Now i expected it to go a little bit easier because i was wearing the demon skin set and i know full well that between when you get into the area that leads you to the siege breaker and actually get to where he's at there's a whole lot of demons in there so i thought it'd be easy to just knock them down and for the most part it wasn't too hard but i was watching my life go down to half and then back and half and then back and half and then back either between you know me using you know the letter q on your keyboard to Refill uh, life, or my Templar healing me up, or you know when monsters drop the little globes, and you can use those to heal. And I wasn't sure. I figured I'd make it through two Siegebreaker, but I wasn't sure how I was going to do with Siegebreaker once I got there. I don't think it took that long to get through the monsters I needed to slay in order to get there. And of course, you know, the more monsters you slay, the more paragon you get. So I wasn't really worried about how long it took to get there. It's not on a timer. So I wasn't too worried about that. And then I got to Siegebreaker and I figured, okay, now what I usually do when I fight Siegebreaker is I try to kill Siegebreaker and I ignore all the other things he's spawning, like those giant demons that climb the building and spawn other demons, and this sort of thing, you know? There's some other ones that come running out from somewhere, and I know if you can kill Siegebreaker, all those guys drop dead, so you don't have to worry about them, but this time they were surrounding me, so I'm trying to hit Siegebreaker, and all I'm hitting is those demons, and I tried to go over to one of the big ones that's spawning more of them and try to kill that, and then Siegebreaker would follow me over and pick me up and scream at me and throw me again, and... It was a little frustrating. It took longer than fighting the Spider Queen. And I eventually got it and they all dropped dead and that was it. And that was all I needed to complete chapter, chapter three. Yeah. Chapter three. So now I got to do four (laughs) and I think four is on torment one, maybe some of them. And I'm going to go after that as soon as I get the opportunity to do so because I do not have the pet that's offered for completing up through chapter 4 and I don't have the portrait frame either. I think it looks somewhat similar to ones I do have, but I don't think I have that one. So just to be able to collect stuff, I want to at least finish chapter 4 of season 21. So that's my week in gaming. It's not incredibly exciting. It was when I was playing it. There were some moments where I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna die. This is it. It's over. I'm gonna have to like either give up or try to level another hardcore character. And I didn't want to do that, but I made it. I got two more pieces of the freebie set from Hadron's Gift, and this time it was the Spires of the Earth shoulders and pull of the Earth gloves, which gave me a total of four pieces of Mind of the Earth. And having four pieces gives you uh, the advantage of Leap causing an earthquake when you land. Leap also gains the effect of the iron impact rune and the rune's effects and duration are increased by 150%, which sounded pretty darn good. So I haven't actually had the opportunity to play with the four pieces this season, so we'll see how it goes next time. And there's been a lot of stuff to talk about this week in Diablo news and I'm pretty excited about most of it honestly it was some of it was completely unexpected some of it I'm like oh wow okay that's cool all of it is neat to know about so I'm just gonna go ahead and get started on talking about that so to start off we have not one but two yep two brand new Diablo podcasts that released in the last week or at least since the last episode I've released of Soulstone and one of them you might find the host to be very familiar. It's called Hearthstone to Hell, and it is a Diablo and World of Warcraft podcast talking about everything to do with both games. So it's not about Hearthstone, the card game. It's like Hearthstone, like how you get around in World of Warcraft, and then Hearthstone to Hell is the Diablo aspect. And I love the title because it reminds me of Highway to Hell from ACDC, which... I used once in a little mini-segment I did on All Things Azeroth back in the day, if any of you know what I'm talking about. Maybe not, but it was fun to do at the time, so I think that's cool. And the hosts, uh, you'll recognize, it's Deadgreed and Shazam, both of whom used to be hosts of this Shattered Soulstone podcast, so I think that's really cool. I'm really excited to hear them host a Diablo-related show again, I'm cool that there's WoW stuff in it, that's fine, you know, but it's they just work together so well, and they kind of bounce off each other really well, and I think it's always worked really nicely with the two of them, so I'm really happy that they're starting another podcast. Because I kind of miss listening to them talk, you know, I was editing the show for at least some of it, right, and it just, they're really good together, I don't know how else to explain it, but but that, it's... It just works. It just works. And there are so many podcasts out there in this world where the hosts don't click. So you need like hosts that click really well. Those two guys do it. So check that one out. You can find them on their Twitter account, which is at Hell, One word, two capitals. So go check them out. They've released the first episode just a bit earlier. Uh, I guess technically it would be yesterday now. And it was really good it's really good so check that out and uh, enjoy so that's one of the two podcasts the Diablo related podcast that launched this week the other one is called Danktuary yep Dankuary. D-A-N-C-T-U-A-R-Y it's also uh, going as Danktuary podcast on Twitch and on Twitter and on YouTube and it's really interesting I was able to just randomly happen to catch the first episode When it launched, I was late to it. I didn't know about it until I happened to be scrolling through Twitter. And I started listening to see what it was. And it's really kind of amazing. Now, I didn't get to listen to the whole thing. Well, watch it on Twitch. They do have everybody's face on camera and this sort of thing. Like you do if you're going to do a Twitch version of a podcast. Obviously, you don't need it if it's audio only. But they have this nice setup. And a whole bunch of people involved, so I think it's going to be like a rotating group of hosts that come in and talk about specific things to Diablo. And like I said, I didn't get to listen or watch to the the whole thing because right as I found that this podcast was on Twitch, I believe I saw it on Twitter and went from there was shortly before I had to leave to go to yet another dentist appointment, so I couldn't stay. I'm gonna go back and check out the rest of it that I missed, as well as the second episode, which came out fairly recently, maybe a couple days ago. But here's a list of all the uh, the people that are on it, and it's a pretty impressive list. Okay, here's uh, the description about Danktuary Podcast. Bringing together the greatest minds to discuss all things Diablo, which I think is cool. So, here's a list of the people that can be on the episodes. I d- they can't possibly fit all of these guys in one episode at the same time, so I think they're going to swap in and out. And so, the people involved are Riker, Sphere90, Sphere Deadset, Lord Fluffy, Nine Ball, Wujio. I'm gonna mess this name up, I'm sorry in advance. Uh, Raxantrax, I think? Uh, Bloodshed, Leviathan, Mr. Llama, SC, and that P-child. That's who's in it. I hope I've pronounced these names correctly. Some of these names I'm familiar with, some of them not so much, but I did watch it, everybody seemed very astute and they know what they're talking about, and if you really want to dig into what's going on with Diablo this is an episode or this is an episode this is a podcast that you would dig because you probably know and or follow at least one or two of these guys anyway right and i think it's really cool i'm very excited about this one as well so i really wanted to tell you all about both of these podcasts that came out that are both diablo related and both by people that know what they're talking about people that have been playing diablo for a very long time people that work well together with the other hosts they're working with it's just wonderful it's just wonderful and i love podcasting and podcasts and i love diablo so couldn't possibly do a show without mentioning these two brand new podcasts so moving on from there i want to go back a little bit when i was ranting about not being able to log into the ptr and it seems i was not the only one who had this particular problem unfortunately if it was only me then you know oh well i miss out but it's not there was a bunch of people about five days ago on the forums the diablo forums specifically in the ptr bug report section uh... someone named (laughs) yadi i think Y A D E E H O O, posted a forum post and said the game freezes when I try to join a game I get stuck at the loading screen and that was the title of this section as well and all these people joined in to say that it was happening to them too someone else said uh, they were having the same issue on a Mac someone else had the same issue on a PC so it's not just Mac but most of the people that were responding to this saying they couldn't access the PTR were on a Mac and they're saying you know what you know all there's all the Mac stats that they have, whatever those may be, um, and it's just kind of unclear. So it was really frustrating. But there's people given like very specific details abo- about their hardware. If they're on a MacBook Pro, if they're on, you know, a desktop Mac of some kind, what, uh, you know, are they running Mojave? Are they running Catalina? You know all this stuff, and it seems to be just borked no matter which one you're doing. Other than, you know, a couple of people like there was someone on Windows 10 Pro that can log in but can't load a game and was getting the screen freeze. And I'm not sure who the, what the rest of them were, but there's a lot, I guess Windows 10 Pro is an issue too. So if you're on, if you're on a PC and you're running Windows 10 Pro, you probably had the same problem that the rest of us here in this, with this problem had, unfortunately. So it just kept going. All these people just couldn't get into the PTR. And I mean some people are really mad, some people are just saying here's what I tried to get in to see if it would work. Here's the things I checked that I thought were a problem and didn't turn out to be. And you know it's it's the kind of thing you don't want to see for a PTR because it means it's not working really well for specific groups of people it appears. And that's not a good sign for when they're gonna launch this. Then there was another bug report by someone whose name I cannot pronounce. Uh, I know I'm gonna massacre this name, so I'm just not gonna say it. And this person uh, writes, PTR on Mac freezes on launching the game, says I'm a Mac user when launching the game, this after server authentication, after choosing a character, when launching the game, the game freezes. And they're on uh, Mojave. It's just, you know, it seems like it's not working on Macs more so than at least based on the complaints in the forums. I think Mac users are having a heck of a time with this and some PC users as well. And then there's another one by someone named JRM, PTR will not load game, kind of the same thing, also on Mojave, has never encountered that before. And so finally, the uh, forum post, this particular forum post was closed by a blue poster, a customer support person named Catter Peppy and Catter Peppy says going to go ahead and close this since it's related to the PTR and a known issue. This was actually listed not under the PTR stuff, but it was listed under the technical support stuff. So people got desperate enough not getting a response on the here post the problems with the PTR in this section of the forums and went over to the technical support thing. So that's what Catter PP ketter peppy ketter i don't know is um <laughs> responding to so they said going to go ahead and close this since it's related to the PTR and a known issue thanks for sharing please refer to uh and points points the person who posted this to the PTR bug report if you'd wish to discuss this further. Technical support is limited with assistance for PTR issues since it's still in a testing phase. We will only assist with the live version of the game client. Okay. So technical support's not gonna fix the problem, so how is this problem going to get fixed? I have no idea. I don't know if it's been fixed since I started this podcast, or since I tried couple days ago to get into the PTR but I just wanted to talk about this because I'm frustrated and I want to be able to actually try the PTR for once. I mean I've done it before a long time ago but it's frustrating to really want to get in there and try something and not be able to do it and it sure looks to me based on... Based on the people complaining about it, like I'm doing right now on this podcast, but they did it in the forums, and a lot of them are Mac users, so I'm I'm always worried when that happens, because most of Blizzard's games play on a Mac. Overwatch does not, for whatever reason. And I'm always fearful that Diablo... 3 is going to someday not have max support anymore, or Diablo 4 maybe won't have it, and it just terrifies me, because I love these games, I want to play them, and I can't even get into the PTR. So, there's that. Hopefully that's not affecting too many of you, because it's just an awful thing to have happen. Speaking of the PTR, Leviathan did a video, released on October 1 on YouTube, and it's about the season 22 preview he talked about the Hadron's Gifts, the Conquest the Book of Cain, Pet, and Portrait yep, there's a Book of Cain, Pet coming up in season 22 it's a book that's carrying a staff it's really funny looking, it reminds me of the, the chest that runs around and kind of drops gold as it picks up gold and you know that kind of thing, it looks kind of neat and he just went through and talked about each set and what's known about it as far as how effective it is and how it you know how it might work this sort of thing went through the conquests described what each one of them is for season 22 because they do change every season somewhat at least and pointed out ones that he suggested would be the best ones to try in order to get all the way through to is it guardian the one that's at the end i've done it once uh, i've gotten close a couple times But that's the way to get the pet and the portrait, is to go all the way through. So I'm not sure if that means you can't get a pet and portrait unless you complete Season 22, Season Journey all the way, or if there is something after Chapter 4 that maybe we've already seen in the game before and might have. I'm not sure, but Leviathan explains this kind of stuff extremely well, easy to understand, and so you might want to check that out if you're not sure what class you want to try it's a good way to at least start thinking about well that one sounds good to me or no that doesn't sound as good or whatever works for you. There was a video from Riker posted on October 3rd on YouTube and it was titled Diablo Community Projects Continue to Emerge and Other ARPG News. It's got a lot of stuff in there. And I'm not going to copy over his entire video, but the one thing that really caught my attention in it is something called Project Diablo 2. It's now got a release date of November 6, 2020. There's going to be a closed beta starting on October 24, and open beta will follow November 1 through 3rd, 2020. The description of this is a mod for and by passionate Diablo 2 fans. We aim to maintain the Lord of Destruction experience and provide consistent ladder resets while improving on the game as if development never ceased. I think that's pretty exciting. It's not made by Blizzard, this isn't an extra project done by any of the Diablo teams. This is fan based stuff, and I love that we're starting to see more fan based stuff. I don't know specifically when Project Diablo 2 appeared. It's new to me, it might be new to you as well. But it's exciting that somebody out there really wants to maintain Diablo 2 and, you know, just keep it going as if development never ceased. And there's gonna be server resets every four months paired with new balance and content updates to keep the economy and gameplay fresh while still maintaining that nostalgic Lord of Destruction feel. So they're going to update the ladders, they've got build diversity going on, you can see more about that on their website, there's going to be links in the show notes. Or you can find the, the link through Riker's video, you can do that as well on YouTube, he always posts the links to everything he talks about. Right there on YouTube. There's going to be rebalance stuff, new endgame content, and a worldwide community. There's going to be a lobby, quality of life changes, all this other stuff they've got planned. I don't know how much of this is you know, released. It looks like you can play it for free. There's a button you can click on. I'm not going to click it right now because I don't want something loud to possibly pop up and get into my audio as I'm trying to record this show. But it seems kind of exciting. I didn't play Diablo 2. I played the hell out of Diablo 1. To the point where that was the first game I played where I started, you know, after work and then realized the sun was coming up again, <laughs> and I did it many times like this, over and over. Beat the game with every class after a while. I'd still had fun with it and kept going. So I missed Diablo 2 for a couple of reasons. One, I was working on what I call a Frankenstein computer, which was made from parts and of, of other computers. It was a PC some of it was leftover parts from a group of friends who had a tendency to upgrade their computers as quickly as possible and some of it came from IT rooms where some of the group of friends had worked and no one would miss those pieces I suppose this was back in the 90s like mid 90s maybe something like that you know so I had this Frankenstein computer built for me because I didn't have the slightest clue how to do that at the time and still probably don't know today and it ran D1 just fine. But when D2 came out, it would crash. It wouldn't work. It just wasn't happening. Whatever it needed whatever you needed to play D2 back then when it came out, I didn't have it on my computer, so. So if Project Diablo 2 if it's gonna do all those cool things, then at least people can play it if they missed out on Diablo 2 like I did. I don't know if it runs on a Mac. I'm going to assume it's going to run on a PC because the original Diablo 2 did. I've yet to see something that would allow me to play Diablo 2 on a Mac. I'm wondering if there might be, like, I'm going to say software out there that would somehow make that possible, like an emulator kind of thing or something, but I really don't want to mess with any of that just to play a video game, so I don't know. I don't know, but if you're really into Diablo 2 and you'd like to see what this fan project is all about, it's out there and you can you can click on it and it'll launch on oh, release date's going to be November 6th so you have a little while, I don't know if the button on the site actually launches anything right now, like I said, I didn't want to have the audio come into my show, but it's exciting that all these people are doing these things, and like last episode, there was somebody that was working on a different fan-based project that had to do with if I remember correctly it had something to do with Diablo 4 I think maybe it was Diablo 3 but I, you know I talked about last show so you can get all those details there instead of me trying to memorize it and repeat it for you again <laughs> which just check that out if you if you care about that one I think it's pretty neat. I just think it's cool that there there are still people that are really passionate about the Diablo series and interested in making their own content about it. You know, making a whole remake of D2 is a lot, you know. I think it would be really a lot of effort to not only get that running but to keep it feeling like D2 and to keep it from crashing and whatever else. You know, I think that's huge. I think that all these videos people do and all these podcasts people make about the Diablo game even if they're not solely focused only on Diablo games that's huge too because it takes a lot of work to put something like that together to figure out what order you want to do things in if you're going to you know, you're know, you gonna have to check your sound no matter what kind of microphone you're using you're gonna to have to do that first if you're doing video that's an extra step and it's a lot it's really a lot so i'm very impressed with all of these creators that launched things fairly recently and i highly recommend you check all of them out or at least a couple maybe you don't want to know about d2 maybe you have enough podcasts lord knows there's plenty of podcasts but there aren't that many that are diablo related so that's why i made the show title two new diablo podcasts and i think that's gonna be the end of it for me as I've run through all these things as quickly as possible so as not to make an hour-long show. So I'm going to close the show now. You have been listening to episode 278 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron, i mess this up every time become a patron today patreon.com soulstone come join us in game our in-game community and clan both named shattered soulstone are open to anyone who would like to join you can also join us on discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience find the discord invitation link on our twitter and facebook page as well as on the shattered soulstone website This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com So far, the only people that have been sending me email, or sending the show email, because it does go to all of the people that were involved in SoulStone, uh, the only thing I've seen is obvious spam stuff, and that's no fun. So if you've got something to say and you want to send in an email, I will happily read it on the show. We love Twitter. Come and join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Stone. And I'm going to release my Twitter. It's public now, so my Twitter is at OnkaMav, O-W-N-K-A-M-A-V. What does that mean? It means the name of one of my previous Dungeons & Dragons character in a campaign that has ended. The character lived. She was a half-orc cleric, so could come back sometime. Anyway. To continue, we would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from The Dawn Forge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at The Shattered Soulstone, over 277 episodes for your listening pleasure. Dawn Forge! Woo! This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.